of the outdoors, of nature, of the vegan, of course. Slowly working towards full vegan vegan. Hi guys, welcome to episode five of Vegan Road Rants. Sorry it took so long to get this episode out. March turned into a month of epic vegan proportions. I've been up to my eyeballs in vegan events, potlucks, Expo West, vegan street fair. I had Demetrius at my house for a little longer than a week. We went out to eat all kinds of times. So much has happened in the month of March, including a very, very sad passing of one of my heroes, one of animal rights movement's heroes, and that is Sam Simon. So rest in peace, Sam, um, and thank you for everything you have done and continue to do for the animals, even though you're no longer with us here in the world. On today's episode, I have an interview with Demetrius Bagley, one of the producers of Vegucated, the movie. In addition, some lighthearted conversation while we're going to get some ice cream with Demetrius, Aaron, and Jackie. Enjoy episode five of Vegan Road Rants. Sunday, March 1st, was the first ever Los Angeles Vegan Street Fair, and oh my goodness, there were so many people there. Like, I don't know, some estimates say it was as high as 10,000 people. 10,000 people! That is so incredible, it is so awesome, it is so unbelievable that that many people would show up for a vegan food festival. 10,000 people. I know people that came all the way from New York to go to this food festival. There were over 40 food vendors, plus some apparel vendors, and there was a kids area and a DJ, and it was super awesome. Speaking from the vendor standpoint, um, because I had my own booth where I was laying in tacos, um, I ran out of food. I ran out of food at like four o'clock and the thing was supposed to go till six. And I felt bad because I had to walk out in front of my booth and tell like 50 people that were waiting in line, I'm so sorry that you were waiting in line because I'm totally out. And I felt horrible. But seriously, I did not expect that many people to be there. And let's add to the fact that it freaking was pouring down rain. It was an outdoor food festival. At one point it started hailing and people didn't even leave. It didn't even affect anybody. The only negative thing that I have to say about it is that I didn't get a chance to get away from my booth and go eat all the good food. There were so many good things. I seen people walking past my booth and I was like, what is that? There was um, deep fried Southern vegan there. Doomies was there. Um, Organics was there. Uh, Plant Food for People was there. Oh, it was so good. There were so many wonderful, wonderful food vendors there. I just wish I got to eat more of the food. Um, I made tacos. I made like jackfruit, spicy barbecue, uh, Korean jackfruit tacos with like a creamy sesame sriracha sauce. And then I also made a flaky fishy taco, which was like a seaweed infused rice topped with like a dill tartar and a radish relish. Um, my food, I think, was very well received from the feedback I saw on social media and Instagram. And people were saying that my food was fairly priced, that it was the best bang for the buck, and that it was really good. So I'm very happy about that. I'm just sorry to all of those people out there that did not get a chance to try it. I'm so sorry that I ran out of food. I seriously was overwhelmed with excitement seeing that many people there in line and then when I was told that my line was 50 people deep I was like you've got to be kidding me this is amazing so lesson learned next time more food and maybe a couple more people working the booth there was three of us which was enough people to, to keep things moving smoothly but I think if I would have doubled the amount of food and doubled the amount of equipment, then I could have had two lines running the whole time instead of just one line and that would have went a lot faster. Um, 
So, you know, lesson learned. Um, and next year, I'm so excited. It'll be probably twice as big because, you know, the organizers already know that there was way more people than they expected. So they're looking for a bigger place to do it next year. So exciting. So Vegan Street Fair, in my opinion, the biggest success that I could have possibly imagined. Congratulations to the organizers. Congratulations to all the vendors that made a killing out there. And kudos to all 10,000 of you vegans who could care less if it was raining and hailing and cold and stormy. You just popped your umbrellas up and kept on eating. So awesome, awesome, awesome. news my heart is broken this week as I learned about the passing of Sam Simon for those of you who don't know who Sam Simon was is he's actually the co-creator of the Simpsons um, he's also been a writer on lots of different programs and producers of lots of different things in the in Hollywood but most notably, he was the co-founder of The Simpsons. Um, a few years ago, he was diagnosed with stage four colon cancer. Um, and kind of woke up a passion that he had, which was animal rights. And he decided that before he died, he was gonna make a difference in the lives of many, many animals. And that he did. He has changed the lives of so many animals. He started, um, I think it's called the Last Chance Foundation. I'll put links to all of his foundations and his work um, in the show notes. But where he does low to no cost vaccinations and animal care and um, pet surgeries and rescues. Uh, PETA named a building after, the, after him. Um, Sea Shepherd named a ship after him. I mean, he even went up into, I believe it was into Canada, and offered to pay the people that do this, I think it's a sea lion hunt or a seal hunt once a year, something like this. I don't know the details exactly, but he went up there and offered to pay the fishermen cash instead of killing the animals. He would pay them cash to not kill the animals. And it's just like, People like that who put their money where their, where their heart is, and especially people that have a lot of money to spend, gosh, he just did it with such passion and his, and with humor and with humility. And in the face of his own death, he really stood up for the animals and fought for animal rights and really made the, a difference. He was an inspiration to oh so many. And on a personal note, he was the first like celebrity that ever like followed me on Twitter or liked my stuff on Twitter and stuff like that. Um, he also was a guest on Howard Stern, which a lot of you I know probably hate Howard Stern, but I've been a fan of Howard Stern since <laughs> I can remember being old enough to understand what he was saying. And he's been a guest on Howard Stern and, and talks about, and, and really brings animal rights out into the forefront. He's not afraid to talk about it. He wasn't afraid to to bring it up in mainstream media interviews. And it really is just a really sad, sad, sad loss. Um, he will be remembered greatly. He will be honored and remembered, and he will be truly, truly missed. Rest in peace, Sam Simon. I hope you're no longer hurting. So it's been all over the news that Ringling Brothers has decided to stop using elephants in their circuses. Well, Lottie fucking da, you're gonna stop using the cruel, awful, horrible, abusive practice of using elephants in your circus. But I don't know. What about the lions, the tigers, the bears? What about the fact that not very many people are talking about you guys planning on replacing the elephants with camels? So, fuck you, Ringling Brothers. 
thanks for stop using the elephants, which you should have done ages ago, like all the other circuses have stopped using elephants. And why don't you go fuck yourself until you can get rid of all the animals in your circus? Because I'm pretty sure all the camels aren't going to be excited about now being abused by you, just like the elephants have been and just like the tigers continue to be. Fuck you, Ringling Brothers. I had an amazing weekend. I went to the Expo West and met amazing people, tried amazing products, and I'll talk more about that later. Um, but today I was having a relaxing day. Me and Demetrius went and had a delicious lunch at Ahimsa full of steamed veggies and brown rice. I just felt like I really needed a clean lunch today to get all that crazy sampling out of my system. And I was sitting down at the end of the day today and having a cup of coffee and watching TV with my husband, watching the news. And then I see a commercial for SeaWorld. 50 years of caring for animals. Fuck you, SeaWorld. Caring for animals, my ass. Why don't you care for the animals that are locked in those tiny little tanks instead of being free to swim around? 50 years of caring for animals. You're really, really trying, aren't you? You're trying so hard to reclaim your image after it's been exposed that you guys are just awful, horrible, torturous, fucking ridiculously cruel to animals. So you can go ahead and keep on, you know, talking about how you care for animals and people like me and other animal rights activists will continue to attack your Twitter and continue to talk about how cruel you are and continue to get people to watch Blackfish because you guys fucking suck. Fuck you, SeaWorld. Coming up next is an interview with my friend and amazing vegan superstar, Demetrius Bagley. Hi, Demetrius. Hey, how's it going, Joni? It's good. So, the last time I had someone in my car for an interview, we went to Happy Elephant Sushi. Oh, yeah? <laughs> and here we are again, going to Happy Elephant Sushi. Sushi time. Great on a hot day here in winter. Yes. Is in it not spring LA. yet? When is Spring is next Friday night, I think. First full day is next Saturday. Well, it's 92 degrees. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> It's 92 degrees. I got my sundress and flip-flops. And we're going to get some ice cream later with vegan yak attack. Ice cream and olives for dinner. And olives for dinner. It's got for ice cream? I think so. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. Nice. It'll be fun. Last time I went to the sushi place, we ordered just very simple, you know. But then they walked out with this thing called a quinoa roll, and it had, like, all these sparkles nice. on it. Like, spark, literally sparkles, like sprinkles for cupcakes that were sparkling okay. that they put all over the sushi roll so we we're like hmm, i think i need to get that because i think today i'm gonna get sparkles on my sushi quinoa, quinoa sparkly roll yes so that should be fun i'll like, definitely make a picture of that. Okay. so have you had fun in long beach i've had fun thank you in long beach and oc and la this is day 28 oh my god that's so long so I have been to, I think when we go to ice cream, that's, no, I think when we hit elephant, it's, no, no, ice cream should be 50, if, give or take. That's one. amazing. I count different um, vegan spots, not all eateries, because I went to Mushu's, um, so Viva La Vegan, a grocery store, The Outpost, and I went to, I'm forgetting one other thing, and then I definitely went to, um, there's a candy boutique that's all veg, mostly vegan, and Santa Monica called a real treat candy boutique mm -hmm. that I met actually on Twitter. They were like, come check us out when you come this way. That's and awesome. then I'm this way. So I, I saw them. I took a bunch of New York friends. I lived here my whole life and you've been to like so many more places than I've been in my whole life. <laughs> You're 28 days. It's impressive. Yeah, you took me to a bunch of those, right? Went to Hemsa. We discovered a new spot, Rainbow Juices, with cold pressed and vegan chocolates, vegan and vegetarian chocolates, more food on the way. Now we're gonna go to Happy. Then we're gonna go Happy Elephant and we're going to ice cream. That's kind of my nature though, like that's part of um, 
why I love living in this now. You can hop a plane. There, it was very easy to rent a car for a month. Uh, obviously, money's needed there, and some ID, but that and a reservation. But that was pretty much it. Like, we have. I don't know, you're like the Airbnb queen <laughs> and, um, and the vegan blogger swirled. Yeah, you just do a little bit of um, research and shopping, which obviously you don't have to do. You could just start cooking and just buy, mm-hmm. one, could buy one ever. But, but I love that. Coffee. It's so powerful. It's so empowering. Even. It is. When I drove to New York, I stayed with Lydia. Um, oh. And, so, and, and you know, Lamaro? we had never met before. So it was pretty amazing just to meet people that you've met online you have an amazing like we have an amazing community that's willing to open their homes to people they've never met before i mean obviously i met you before but um it's so neat it's just so like all over the world i have friends now all over the world so wherever i go i feel like there's somewhere someone there's a place for you and a table a table will be set yeah it's so awesome so awesome so you have to gear your gearing up for another trip. But after post Vita three. Yeah, then we're going to Austin. And then after that I don't know where I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go somewhere. I need to go somewhere with my husband. Because <laughs> we never go anywhere together and we have an anniversary this year, a decent one, our ten year wedding anniversary, twenty one years total. So we're gonna try to go Congrats. somewhere. Fly somewhere. Mm, probably drive. We like to drive. We like road tripping. Or take a boat. Maybe we'll go to Catalina again. That now, you guys fun. have been to Vegas. We've been to Vegas. We've been to the Grand Canyon. Um, not together. Okay. Um, I don't know. We've we'll driven it up out. to San Fran. Yes, we did that when we were young. Um, we were thinking Laughlin because that's where we got engaged. Nice. And it's like just a bunch of old folks and it's super mellow. And we can just hang out by the pool and drink blue raspberry daiquiris all weekend. <laughs> get a suntan um i don't know we'll do something we'll do something so we had um quite a adventure just in the last couple of weeks here there were some major events major events which um i have a call tonight later with marisa of educated she's gonna pass the baton i'm gonna finally become the monthly newsletter oh yay that's exciting that's exciting a little scary i have to figure out somehow MailChimp and WordPress combined. Oh. I think I like MailChimp it, but then there's some, uh, I don't even know what all the lingo is now these days. Some plug-in, kind of a plug-in. So <laughs> I guess, I'm guessing that we'll um, go ahead and send that to our, um, I think I send it out MailChimp and then it's emailed, obviously. Yeah. And then I think a few clicks later, then I can also make it a blog post. Oh, nice. Maybe it's the other way around. I'm not sure. That's cool. It wasn't easy enough to explain in an email to me, so. <laughs> and we have an hour call, so I'm like, uh-oh, what's all is involved? And then I want to reformat it, which may or may not happen. So hopefully that'll be going. But yeah, um, I came out here, not because it was winter per se, but just like there wasn't a lot going on in New York. Um, that was major, major vegan scene that I had to be there around for. So I came out and got my vegan street fair on, mm. my god baby, big quotes there on, baby, obviously. Amazing. Amazing event over, I think over 40 food vendors, and then a good few other vendors, mm-hmm. um, all local, um, local being L.A. Uh, County and Orange County. Some surprising stuff, too. A lot of surprising stuff. I had almost nothing that was... Um, a return to sender. Right. Flavor, a lot of great desserts. Um, definitely some folks that have been at uh, LA Vegan Beer Food Festival, which I haven't been to and almost certainly won't come back this year for, but we'll look again at next year. I just got um, my tickets. Yeah. We decided to go VIP this year since so it was nice. so crowded last time. Yeah, enjoy yourselves. Like, yeah. It seems like a nice, like, a great day, great day off. It's a great day for that people Rose who Ball like this year. booze. <laughs> if they like beer, it's like a perfect this event. This is some really great beers though, right? Not just uh Well, um, Golden Road Brewery will have their almond milk stout. And as a girl yes. who doesn't really like beer, that is so tasty to me. And I will yeah, just I keep going that. back for more of it. Can I go get some of that before I leave? In the- Maybe. I've been trying. Every time I go to one of their their ones, because they don't bottle it, they only put it on oh, tap. Okay. So every time I've been to one of their venues, either Tony's, Darts Away, or Gold Road Brewery, or Mohawk Bend, they never have it on tap when I've been there. That doesn't mean that it doesn't happen, 
just means I just haven't seen it yet. It. Yeah, but maybe because it's close to to uh, St. Patrick's Day and stout is kind of a Irish style beer, um, and it's so good. To me, it tastes like chocolate milk, and I doubt there's any chocolate in it, wow. but it tastes like chocolate milk to me. It's so good. So I'm excited about that. that uh, I, I actually had a chocolate stout from, I think Brooklyn. I might have one in the fridge at home. I'm not a big beer drinker, but last year I was like, let me push myself like things are definitely vegan. I labeled themselves. Went to a vegan uh, beer and bar backyard. Backyard, barbecue, and beers. And everything. Uh, they, they, the host provided the food, and we all were to bring be different beers that were vegan. Oh, that's fun. And it was fun. I tried some stuff that I really liked, because, you know, you know, I love to get my eat and my taste on. But beers usually aren't sweet or don't necessarily, or at least definitely American here, not a German or Belgian or Dutch. But, like, they didn't have a lot of flavor or character mm-hmm. and sweetness. But now with, um, oh, shoot, I can't remember this one brand. It's, it's from New York State, actually, and I've had it a few times. I like it. Three Philosophers is one of the flavors. That's not the name. What flavor? Three Philosophers. Is oh, one okay. Of the flavors. And a pan That's cute. Anyway, but um, Vegan Street Fair was great. Over 10,000 people showed up. Out of control. Joni here was one of our food <laughs> vendors slinging. Can I say slinging? Yeah, we're slinging, slinging tacos. Slinging tacos with the hubby Dan. The fish, the fishy, we quote some fishy, like. Very complex flavors, a lot of color, a lot of texture. Well, thank you, thank you. These need to be like everywhere. And then the jackfruit, which of course sold. They can be everywhere because I put the recipes out for the world. See that? So there you go. She said she'll put the recipes. (laughs) Now she's not going to come by and cook it for you. That'd be interesting though if you had a transporter, could go different places. Yeah. uh, (laughs) Not every day, but some days. Chef for hire by transporter. <laughs> well, at that point, I guess we'll have a computer that can just kind of whip out a lot of stuff. A print, a 3D printer to print vegan food. Yeah, print your tacos. Anything you want. That would be so cool. I I'm think it's, for that. it's just nanotechnology. It just has to catch up because the idea already exists. So with, I think with nanotechnology, your printer would just need like all the elements, right? If it had all the elements. You can print food now. We just haven't gotten to, um, I would definitely demand I guess actually your tacos could be made, but the process of how to get them from the top, the quote traditional taco to the strata, the surface, I think the word is strata, but whatever goes in the printer as far as a food paper, if you will, or whatever. Right. That, that to that process, that's not, we're not, that hasn't been done enough with food. I guess chocolate, it's been, it's been done for a few years, and I guess we could go, if we wanted to, like go buy, um, these food printers and get right. the chocolate. I don't know if the chocolate's vegan yet. Um, I would hope so, since some of it's dark. Uh, obviously, there's a big following there. And then there's something else, some other kind of like candy. I think like the dots. Did you ever get the dots on the paper growing uh-huh. up? Uh-huh. I think that um, not just as dots, but also as a, I think all sorts of shapes. And you can do, you know, when you get the the finer chocolates or. Um, it's like a stained glass kind of looks what it's called, uh-huh. but that's not what it is. All those designs uh-huh. on that you can do right now. And I know chocolate, some chocolatiers and even chefs and just creatives are doing that. That's fun. So, yeah. We're I gonna love s- technology. It's such an exciting I'm, time to be alive. I want to see who's going to be first to use it, like a field roast or a tofurkey or a, or a Joni Newman <laughs> or a Jackie Saban. Or like, what do you do once we have, uh, I don't know, kale paper? kale food paper or impressive i can't I wait know, for that kind or... of stuff to happen they have well they have sugar papers you can print anything you want on it like for cakes that was like the first one that you know because people were printing photos on cakes and What's stuff like the sugar? that do you know like is it cane or is it um... you know i don't know it's something that has to be able to be um pretty thin right but uh, durable but also a little bit flexible too mm-hmm. so that it wouldn't just crack I don't know. That'd be quite a printer uh, <laughs> jam, right? Right. <laughs> That's funny. Melt it, but I think it. Bur- I think it actually doesn't even print. It. Um, it sprays food dye on it, doesn't it? I like, think so. Like a legit printer. Like, I think, like I have like a, a traditional um, printer label like when you do like the mail order and stuff mm-hmm. you get the big labels now so that's not actually a printer printer like it's not printing ink on the oh, it's, it's actually burning yeah um or maybe burns not the right word but laser it's heat and so i think most of the food printers are going to work that way 
I've already seen some great designs. Oh, I could geek out about that. About like, <laughs> bring us the printers. So we did Vegan Street Fair. We did Vegan Street you Fair. Were on going all day, like hundreds, if not thousands, of tacos. So fun. So fun. So fun. In the rain. In the Angela rain. In the hail. And some hail, actual hail. We were there. We saw it. We. I didn't feel it actually. It was very inspirational to me just to see that many people show up to an event. It was the first ever event, and that many people showed up. We were trying to guesstimate how many percent of those people were actually vegan, and I guessed low, like twenty percent. I think it's a little bit higher. I don't. I would put some money up. I'm a betting man, as you may or may not know. <laughs> I bet maybe 40%. Okay. But to get 10,000 people out for anything. Right. Um, Especially in crappy weather. And crappy weather, right, kind of the, not the opposite of what we have today or even when I got here a few weeks ago on Valentine's Day. But just uh, not very warm, breezy, barely had any sunshine the whole day. It was uh, a noon to six, I think, mm -hmm. right now. Um, great turnout up in uh, North Hollywood. Uh, most vendors sold out of their food. Because mm -hmm. um, we did not expect that many people to show up. Well, it's good. I was kind of like, if you had, you might not have gotten a break until 7 or 8. Right. You know, it closed at uh, 6. You know, some people were to pack up and go home before. Some were able to get out and try to hop on the long lines, get some food. So that was Sunday, March 1st. And was it the week before that was the chili cook-off at Tony's? Before was, uh, we went and... Uh, Jet and Jackie um, brought us some chili there with uh, Tony Starts Away, their chef Caroline, I think. Chef, yeah, she won. She won uh, judge and audience. The judges was were Allende, um, and known in part for his infamous mac and cheese, mm -hmm. a secret family recipe out of Seattle, lifelong vegan, uh, longtime chef who you guys poached from us from New York City because he wants to do. Uh, he is doing more acting and screenwriting, theater, and film. He just well, he definitely it. has personality for that. That's he's got for personality. Sure. He's got the look, got the energy. It's great. Just uh, kind of some of us know him for food, so we're like, right. what's all this acting stuff? Um, but their share is going down. We're looking at a certain fast Ugh. food chains, something a Tarian uh, ad campaign here as the public bus goes by. You know, part of me, I don't necessarily like the ad, but I like the response. I'm even hearing from omnivores, like, this is just dumb. This yeah. looks stupid. Yeah. You know, but uh, they may be desperate. I think they're like 7% down for the quarter, whereas their peers are flat or uh, growing a little bit. I think they need to add something vegan to the menu. They've played with it before. They've done some stuff, some betas. Here's the thing, though. You can't even get french fries at McDonald's because their french fries either have beef fat or milk or something in them. So. Well, it's weird they have. Sorry, I didn't I know this for years. <laughs> it's your show. Say it. I just, I, sometimes I don't give the, the, the villain uh, right, a name. Right, right. Fair enough. I try to diss them. Or I don't, I, the only thing I do there is go to the bathroom. I won't even get a soda or anything. I feel there. bad when I go to the bathroom. I had to go, um, I think a few weeks ago before I got out here in Jersey. Um, stop. And I was just like, ah, it's the closest one. And it's like, all right, you know, once upon a time I'd buy something from there. I'd buy the fries there in particular and from other, you know, uh, stores, certainly the smaller ones. But yeah, it's got beef and um, it's a powder or something yeah. flavoring. Yeah, French things. fries. Which is funny because right before I found that out or confirmed it, I thought these fries don't taste as good as they used to. And then I saw the long list and I was like, uh, it's a lot of different flavors, including say beef farro or something weird like that um yeah they they they, tamp they just tampered with what they had this is them here that's one of the other chains so after vegan street fair after we some of us recovered some of us didn't <laughs> vendors attendees those who put it together a few days later not even a handful turned around and uh, some of us got to go to expo west natural products it's not all food even though it might seem like it if you're following vegans online, it's right. vitamins. <laughs> it's actually a little bit of clothes. I think makeup, women, body makeup, care, body care, beauty. This is where generally major, uh, not just major. Uh, you want to debut a product, you come to this show. Uh, it has a smaller sibling out east uh, six months from now in September in Baltimore. That I understand is more where you do more. Uh, 
more samples, less taste. Mm -hmm. This is more taste, much bigger booth, much higher stakes. These are where billion dollar, multi-billion dollar deals are they made. They do not mess around. They don't mess around. Place. Five football fields, more, actually had to be more this year. It was the entire Anaheim Convention Center. It was the arena and, it, and, and the portions hotels. of the two hotels, the Marriott and the Hilton. Inside in more rooms. I went three years ago, Maurice and I did. We did a screening as guest of So Delicious, one of our sponsors. And it was massive. There definitely were some empty rooms, so to speak, or spaces. But this is a floor uh, where you can go by different booths and talk to uh, if you're a buyer, if you're a blogger, uh, other kind of media or press. Um, also, if you're another uh, company, uh, certainly exhibitor, if you can manage to slip away from a booth, you can go taste, you can go try, you can go sip, uh, and just see. So, m many vendors were there. I got six, unfortunately, so I missed Saturday and Sunday the, um, unquote, the bulk of the show, certainly a good half, if not more of it. Got to see a lot of vegans on the floor. Uh, vegan zombie uh, that weren't exhibiting or uh, vegan zombies uh, so many so many so uh, many and then at parties there's a there's a post on vegetated if you scroll down with a photo I tried to tag and then I'm still remembering people that were <laughs> at this amazing um, hotel suite party the suite was fine nothing to write home about it wasn't a quote Vegas suite as I call it with the pool table and this and a awesome champagne view. shaped uh, champagne Shape hot tub? <laughs> no, not hot. I didn't, I didn't look. I didn't even see if there was no, no, no. off of it. Maybe there were. I don't know. Sometimes people sneak off and like. I always think of that for Vegas, you know, like a champagne, uh, yeah, champagne. Dramatic, right? Glass that you can climb up in that's all bubbly. <laughs> I'm like, I missed it. I missed it. What? Start the rumor. Oh, yeah. It was good. It was. It's a good time to visit with people from all over. So people mm -hmm. came from Hawaii, certainly San Fran. Uh, down the coast, a lot of other New Yorkers I saw there. Mm -hmm. um, it was really neat to put faces to names, like real life versions of their online personas. So that was really cool. Right, and then some people had branding, and then they were connecting. And then there's a lot, a lot of vegans out here. I got to say hi to Vegetorials um, down from San Fran, Colleen Patrick Boudreaux. Mm -hmm. Colleen Holland from Veg News was down, and that list goes on and on. A lot of great taste. It looks like cheeses. There are even more cheeses and cheese brands. There was a lot of Coming. vegan cheese going on at the expo. Dea didn't bring us new cheese. The, the main thing I saw. They did. In they person. had a they had a new flavor. Oh, the, smoked smoked gouda oh, or sorry. something like yeah. that, or yeah. gouda or something like I'd that. I've seen on Facebook so many times. I was kind of like, oh yeah, that's been around. There's that Lafayette building you were talking about the other day when we explored uh, downtown uh, Long Beach. Lafayette's the Mauve one over there, and then that one is Riviera. No, the other way, the Riviera. Riviera. With the tunnel underneath. With the, the tunnel the underneath from back in the day. Speakeasy, Speakeasy about 100 days. years old, I would, I would guess. Ah, can you imagine? I can. My college, we have tunnels. Not like that, but um, you could take little buggies or uh -huh. no, scooters. Whatever the kind of like golf cart kind of things. Uh -huh. What you're about, uh, it's the brand name. I can't think of it, but we have those. In fact, I went in them the year I visited, the year before I went there, as a possible uh, prospect, going to the college or whatever. Um, very cool, like different painted murals. And this is in Minnesota, so you can cut through some of the dorms uh, on the east side of campus and stay warm. Uh, these tunnels are part of the plumbing and the and whatever mm -hmm. else. Ooh, driving. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot, lot of fun. Nobody Next, walks in LA. I know, I got some looks <laughs> when I first got here. I probably, I, I probably even did the other night going to, uh, I don't know how you say it, Gardein or Gardein um, Swine. And then um, Walking over just a couple, barely two blocks away to uh, to Swine to meet uh, Jessica for dinner, and who knows what would have happened if I had walked between uh, <laughs> that's so far. Although at that hour it was so uh, so few out, I don't think many people have seen it. Yeah, good little good little walk. 
So we are headed for lunch here, and we're gonna add. We're very close. All these buildings I look the same. It. Sorry. Looks like a pale color. We're gonna meet Jackie the Yak Attack, and then. Aaron. So we're coming back after, and Aaron Alice for dinner. We're gonna come back after lunch break. Expo West is great. It's industry only. If you're interested in going, start your blog and your social media now. Get your numbers high. Got to be at least four digits, maybe at least four, maybe five. Let's see. I think they're gonna up the ante for next year. But it's a really great time just to see what's introduced, what's on the uh, what's on the horizon, what's coming. Here it is. Here it is. We just gotta park. Um, I was glad to go a second time. I've been Expo East once. Um, we took a lot of pictures, a good number of pictures with friends. Beyond Meat brought this crazy cool uh, riff off of McDonald's. Speaking of McDonald's. Oh my gosh, so good. Little sliders. Their, their marketing tenders. was so awesome. Last I year love they it. did. I saw, I heard about it and then saw online. Thank goodness for Instagram and Facebook and hashtags. They did a taco, uh, Taco Bell. Taco yeah. Bell. I forget what they called it. Uh, in fact, people want it back as an actual restaurant, including me, uh, across the country. Ah, fun, fun times. Done a lot, a lot of eating. A little fooded out, I guess I'll say publicly. <laughs> this will be after the fact. But at the same time, it's been great to eat with people and like, see what's going on in their lives and get some sunshine and some Fill heat. Fill up your vitamin D. Get the vitamin D, being able to drive around, which is not common for this New Yorker. It's common for about half of us, very common for about the other half or so. So goes. All right, we're I'm starving. I don't know. We're gonna go Tony. eat sushi. We'll be back for ice cream. Okay, guys, brace yourselves because this can get a little crazy. There's four of us in the car. It's myself. It's Demetrius. It is Jackie from Vegan Yak Attack and Aaron from Olives for Dinner. We're heading over for ice cream, and here's what we had to talk about on the way. Um, now, would everybody please go around the room and introduce yourself? Aaron, <laughs> you first. What? What? Introduce yourself, Aaron. Oh, oh, you weren't kidding about recording. No, no not kidding. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to go first. <laughs> Jackie, go first. <laughs> Do you want to go, Joni? My name is Joni. Is that it? That's it. Just introduce yourself. You're like, this is my podcast. Well, yes, but they know that already because they're listening to it. Okay, right. So uh, I'm Jackie from Vegan Yak Attack. I've already been on this podcast, taking up all the all the airwaves. <laughs> uh, I'm Erin. I'm sitting in the back seat with three really cool people. Yeah. Uh, and she runs olives for dinner. Olives for dinner. You're not very good What's at up? selling yourself, lady. <laughs> Just go overseas. You have to have your your weekly or your uh, twice a month marketing social media. We usually do. Photo column. It's kind of oh my column. Yeah, that's what that's what oh, happens. It could be a podcast. It could be like a spinoff. Oh no, this. I'd be terrible at doing podcasts. And this is Demetrius again. We are back after lots and lots of sushi rolls oh my God, and appetizers. I work on Veducated. And Main Street Vegan and a couple other vegan brands. And we are off to get some ice cream Yay! or gelato, vegan gelato. Going into beautiful Belmont Shores on this 94 degrees now oh, day. Oh, stupid hot. In March in California. Wait, I feel like the last time I was on your podcast we were complaining about how warm it was. I think probably, but then we were like, we shouldn't complain because people yeah, are wham. <laughs> but honestly, it's freaking 95 outside and that's ridiculous. It is. I don't even like Desert that for weather. summer proper and this is still winter. Yeah. <laughs> Granted, it's winter in California. No, it's still terrible. Anyway, ice cream gelato. Yes, we're going to Paradise on 2nd Street in Belmont Shore. Um, I'm 99% sure they always have two vegan flavors. Yeah, they, yeah, in my experience, too. My favorite I ever got from there was strawberry chocolate chip. Oh, oh baby, bring it. <laughs> it was like a chocolate, it tasted like a chocolate covered strawberry. It was so amazing. Oh, you told me about that. Yes. I really want that in my life. I have no idea what they are going to have today. Well, that's part of the fun, I think, when you go like for ice cream or donuts or bakeries where they rotate the flavors is those favorites. And then, like, what are they going to bring? Because I'm like, strawberry chocolate chip. I think I've had it someone's, not tasting like you're describing it. I think someone's made it before. But I don't think there's anything. It's hard to find strawberry, like, even in the store. Yeah. Which supposedly has something to do with the 
processing flavors. Oh, there's um, there's a place called Pazzo Gelato in Silver Lake, and they always have um, a lot of vegan, well, sorbetto, technically. Sorbetto. Sor sorbetto. Uh, <laughs> and uh, they had a raspberry chocolate one there once, and I thought that I'm was talking. really, really it's good. And it was just a little bit of chocolate in it and little I chunks. But oh my gosh, it was so refreshing. And then they had this amazing watermelon one. And, and that's when I was doing the vegan walking tour and uh, oh, food that. tour in Silver Lake. It's clear today. I know, it's very nice looking. So just taking a break out from talking about vegan stuff to um, just kind of talk about the sadness of what we're staring at right now. Um, the uh, oh, Long Beach, that strike is so the Long Beach port, it, the, all, the, all the port workers are on strike. So as we're looking out over our beautiful ocean, all we see is hundreds. So many shipping containers. Literally, and a line probably. It's miles. I'm pretty sure it goes past Huntington at this yeah, point. They're just waiting to unload their goods. Um, I know Invo Coconut Water is just waiting for their coconuts oh, right now. Um, oh, no. That coconut water was good. That coconut at water Expo. is good. Yeah, no, at Expo every day I was like, I'm either really tired or maybe hungover, and that was what saved me yes. when I first got there. <laughs> so if you guys have stuff on special order that might come from overseas, just be patient while the uh, labor unions fight it out because there's so or, much stuff waiting to become a pirate unloaded. and find your container somewhere. It's crazy how many are out there right now. It's a lot. And it's been for a few days or a few oh, weeks? Oh, it's been weeks. 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 I would say maybe even a month at this point. Maybe. Yeah, it's, it's getting close to that. That'd be pretty interesting to trace, like, try to figure out what's like social Like, money media, lost? What, well, there's that. I'm sure someone's... <laughs> Millions of dollars. I would say probably that. billions. What's that's out there that's being held up? Maybe, um mock meats or veggie meats from um, China from China from Taiwan that'd be gross like I can't think of anything else <laughs> so it's the same though right it also exports from us and on another oh, note some people are maybe. just walking down the beach side in Long Beach with like boogie boards I think they must not be from around here oh yeah because we don't no have waves. no waves and Long Beach water <laughs> is pretty disgusting dude I swim in it I don't care uh, you just wash up after the red tide it's no biggie. Red Tide. You are not supposed to swim in Red Tide. Who Technically, cares? I used to surf in that when I was on surf team in high school, though. What is Red Tide? Red Tide is, there's a specific kind of like algae shrimp type of thing, weirdness. And basically it makes the entire beach, like you can see clouds of reddish orange, like rust. It looks like rust. It looks, make the water look really dirty, but it's, right. it's just a natural phenomenon. Right. And then at night, if it's still Red Tide, because sometimes it can last like a week, it's usually only a couple of days. At night, when the waves crash, it does this like luminous glow through the so wave. Beautiful. It's really, really cool. But we don't have waves here, so we don't get to see it. But if you go down to Sail Beach or... Right. Yeah. That's where I would always see it, is over there. Um, it's pretty, pretty cool. Like bright green. It's so pretty. Okay. Um, End of non-vegan rant. <laughs> I suppose. Sharing a little Long Beach. Right. Long Beach with y'all. I wish you were coming back for being beer festy, because then I could get you a discount ticket. It's flawless. <laughs> well, I was going to try to get a media ticket if I came back. Well, uh, they, as far as I know. They don't do them? No. That's why I was really, really shocked when I got that email, but I'm keeping on the deal. Well, it's, it's a tra more of a tr straight out trade, right? At yeah. Because before, the, and they don't have, yeah. It wasn't like with Vegan Street Fair, how they were like, oh, press gets this, you apply for it. And it, well, they, she was new, though, too. Right, no, but that was a good idea. But Vegan Beer Fest, as far as I know, has never had that. They have the press coverage, my big thing last year. At right, home, yeah. And I've been able I was like, I need more pictures of the foods, of the, the eats, right. the beers. Well, it'd be easier if you didn't have to pay for the food. I can handle like, that. Like, <laughs> quite a bit for the food. Or pay less for the food. Yeah, right. No, I did get some good food when I was there last year. No, and that's, and that's, that's true. So what's one of your favorites that you guys have had before eating there? Eating there? I had some good hot dogs from a hot dog cart there, and I don't even think they oh, were Oh, Frankenweenie. What is that? What was it? It's usually Frankenweenie. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. But whatever it was, it was great. She had a little cart, and it was really Oh, it's good. probably Frankenstand. Oh my god, I love that name. Sorry. Creamistry. Oh, that's cute. That little pun um... Yeah, Frankenstand. He's always there because he just has the hot dog cart. He's been there since like the first one, to my knowledge. It was good. I liked it. Yeah, his his are good. Um, you guys have some really good um, event street vendor kind of things. Yeah. It's really nice. Yeah. Um, wow, it's so crazy how much uh, Second Street is. 
changed. But I, I don't ever, like it. I don't ever come down here anymore. Oh, they moved that. We can't never remember. They remember. Oh my god. <laughs> we played it up. We did shots. We shot the root. We drank beers. Oh my gosh. Day drinking. Day drinking. And uh, on a the petty wagon. <laughs> now what's for me is interesting. So Aaron has been out here for nine months. Yeah. And is out here for another year plus with our hubby. Woo! East Coast, Boston. And then I'm from New York is the more, and I've been in New York almost 11 years is, I like this spot. I grew up in uh, Illinois, mostly in Chicago, Chicagoland. But driving around, you see like, we're seeing all these like way back wind buildings, like, right, Way back when buildings like it has some a of these are 60s feel. Yeah, like low. Some are two stories or high one stories. Some have been say refurb, but like this that brick that's a very 50s yeah. pre Flintstones to me kind of look. It's a mixture of the like the 50s 60s with like updated fonts. And yeah, signage. there's a lot of mid-century stuff out here. Yeah. And then there's just like a lot of super new strip malls that look like all the fucking same. I like. I haven't seen. I've definitely seen a good few since I've been out here in the few okay. weeks. But I see more of this like recovery. I'm sure that the gorgeous weather, or even the hot weather today, helps uh, with building care. But also like, I think we just saw like I don't know how many different eateries, restaurants, yeah. mm-hmm. yogurt place, ice cream. There it is. Plenty. There it is. Oh, they do call it ice cream, not gelato. We're just seeing ice a lot cream. of like old. What'd you say? Like Jack said, mid-century. And then by like some rebooted, some just actually kind of preserving. I guess it's been the same thing for the 50, 60 years, 40 years. You know, a place like this, this pizza that they, you know, they Way haven't back. changed the sign for like 40 years. At least. That place, Domenico's, that's where me and Dan had our, our very first date. Hey. Like our first like real date. Yeah. Nice. Because so uh, we did it before we had our first date. But LOL. <laughs> hey, girl. We're married now. It's all good. It's all good. Hey, you got to test drive before you buy it. It must have been good. I should be married. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> but then he's like, like we should go on a proper date. So we went to Domenico's. That's really yeah. funny. Oh, you can even park right here. I just saw yeah. the person pull out. That sounds like uh, the boy boys. Like, all right. We will have a full ice cream report in a few minutes. What about? We're back! Woohoo! Oh, yeah. Hi. Hi, we have ice cream. A sor- sorbetto. Ice Sorbetto. cream, some memories of Vita Vegan Con 2. A little peek ahead. Oh, the, yeah. Peek a boo? Sure. I'm so at excited. The, uh, Vita we saw some peek ahead at some booty booty, too. All right. So Scandalous I remember, shorts. I remember for Vita Vegan Con in 2013, I didn't realize it bizarre. Like, you had to wear a fancy clothes. Oh. So I wore a t-shirt. Everyone else is in fancy For the clothes. gala? The gala, yes, gala. But the first say? the first one, they, I mean, I don't think they said anything about dress code. It was such a mix, I think. I, I think, think there was a, a dress range. code. Yeah. I think you could wear something fancy yeah. or you could wear Most people did, though, to your they point. They did, yeah. Because <laughs> I felt underdressed, which yeah. I, is not a feeling I like. On the other hand, I'm less a fan of feeling overdressed. Right. Um, which I have done at other events. I do have a pretty epic gown that I purchased not very long ago that I should bring just to wear Ooh. at some point. Wait, what is the thing this year? I forgot. I don't know, because they're having their... The Bazaar's Friday's Bazaar. free, right? Mm-hmm. But that's more like a market shop. Right, yeah. So I don't know. I don't think they're having like a... I don't think there's a fundraiser this time. Or a dress Prom, up thing. so to speak. I wish So it's just would. like the window. I like dressing up. I never do. Well, we should do a dress up night. Yeah, we should. It was do like that. the meeting, but like the ridiculously dressed up. That was silly. Dress like silly. Yeah, no. have, they're gonna have a, a like my prom dress. Unofficial preview. Yeah. That I wore to bed prom was, was my literal winter formal dress from high school. school. Yeah. That was white out. Well, good on you for being able to still wear. I it. It, actually, <laughs> I was just gonna say I filled it out a little bit more than uh, <laughs> I did then for sure. Something nice. I don't. I think the fundraiser has didn't really work how they wanted, and so they've scrapped yeah. it. the silent auction part of it. For the, I think all for of it. I don't think there is a dress up event kind of thing. I thought time. they did really well. I thought they said they reached their goal. They could have, but I don't think it's very much. My sense is, uh, but maybe this is this enough from them and just doing different fundraiser stuff. It's so much work to do a silent yeah. auction. It's almost like you just need to go beg like someone with a lot of money, yeah. right. and you'll spend a lot less energy and time. Right. Um, and then you can just have a fun party or whatever that isn't linked. Yeah. 
So my, I thought that's why part of why they scrapped it. But they did want something public-facing, so I think mm -hmm. the bazaar is more of a, a chance to introduce the... Well, and Mooshu's is going to be there. Well, Mooshu's was like... Um, Nisha loves that kind of stuff. Well, the rep... Who's the... Well, one of the reps that's in the Power to the Veg group. Nisha. Oh, it She's is her then? She's a friend of mine. She's New York based. Okay. So then she was like, well, what should I bring as far as, like, what are people expecting? And I was yeah, like, well, why don't you bring, like, some spring shoes? But I don't think she really wants to bring very much at all. It's hard because people want, like, their size if they're really interested. Right, and it would be hard. But even if you brought, like, two designs and then, like, maybe two pairs of each one or something like that. Because you could do... If, if it's, like, flats, those would be very small. I hear you. I don't know what her parameters are, but I know from talking to her. But I would love it if she did that, even though there's a shoes here. Shoes. But you feel like a little bit more spendy when you're on vacay, right? Even if it is a working vacay, right? Like I'm more willing to spend more money on more things than if I'm at home. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Is there such a thing in Austin? Like a, I'm assuming not. No, any sort of shoes or. Um, I don't. I don't know. I know there's Boston has. Shoe store have actually ordered uh, boots from now. Oh, yeah, no, I don't know. I can't think of the name of it. It's in Cambridge, I know what you're I talking think. about, yeah. I, I just missed, I couldn't, Moose Shoes uh, NYC didn't have my size, and so then I called, I was like, something, my intuition was like, call Boston and see if they have it. And they did, and I was gonna go up, and they're like, oh, we ship for like, or we'll ship it to you like for four bucks or something like, mm -hmm. if that cost or a little bit less, I was like, oh yeah, ship them now. Yeah. And they did. Has Z Pizza had veggie sausage yet? Or just still Z just Pizza? Cheese. For some reason. No, they their hope their Berkeley really has vegan sausage on it. Oh, it does? Yeah. I did, I've never been. I was yeah. out. It's tasty. Came really quick. That's like my go-to lazy pizza. Damn, Mike's veggie sausage. Oh, I love yeah, that no, Gatonia. What is that? It's an apartment building. Is it gay? I don't know. Oh, that's a good. Orgasm. You should see it at night. It's so bright. I it lights it. up. It's all neon. I bet it is. <laughs> <laughs> Sparkle. Some such. So that's a new thing. Bond is now the market. In I, some I was going to say that on the way here. Are they all smaller? Interesting rebranding. Yeah. Interesting rebranding. Because that one was just a straight up Bonds before. Yep. Now they're like, ooh, the market. That sounds like we have fresher food. Oh, and it also sounds like we can put a higher price tag on our... But they already have pavilions, which is their higher-end brand. Right. And really not by much. I like the Vons near us. They actually carry... Um, they have a little section. For the vegan foods. Yeah. Yep. I appreciate that. Yeah, it is. Albertsons it's, does not. I, no, Albertsons is fucking bullshit. Straight <laughs> up. Albertsons has the worst organic selection. Yeah. And the worst vegetarian such vegan foods they pretty much have nothing do you have safeway down here? that's bonds it's bonds it's the same that's owned by safeway yeah you can't even get butter at albertson's really? vegan they, butter they have like uh although i will say the oh natural um wow, and like smart like balance no but at albertson's mm -hmm. by Corey's house they have so delicious ice cream i was gonna say the albertson's in orange on chapman mm -hmm. there's like two one of them just closed down. I think. Oh no, that was a wrap. Which one? But those ones are good. Like going up towards Jamboree, those those Albertsons are not oh, so bad. Oh, up there. I think it just really depends on what city you're in, and yeah. because yeah. over there there wasn't not really any Vons. There was only Albertsons. Yeah. So we always got what we needed, Dream and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's hard to shop here because I have to go to get Jeff's stuff. He's not. Right. So I have to buy like his stuff at this here, and then I have to go over to the here, and then. Just quickly, did you guys enjoy your ice cream? Was your ice cream good? It was good. It was refreshing. I had strawberry and lemon. I had strawberry only. Yeah, that one's good. I had plum and it was great. Still think about plum with chocolate chip. That would be good. That would be good. That plum Partially was for the texture. Yeah, it like was weird because it literally was a plum. I was like eating a frozen plum, yep. and I don't know that I was really expecting that. Because when you eat strawberry, it's always a little bit more tart than you would anticipate. Yeah. And then... It's sad, they, on the, their big board description is they're about fresh ingredients. Right. It did taste like a, a plum had been um, more or less frozen and whipped into that texture. Right. Oh, I'm parked on this street. Holla! Let's talk 
Expo West. This was my first year attending, even though I have had a pass to attend for the last seven or so years. This is the first year I was actually able to do so. And had I known what an amazing event it was, I would have been making sure I made time to go the last seven years. Anyhow, this was my first time, so I didn't know exactly what to expect. I know it's a trade show. I know it's not all vegan, but I also know that the uh, vendors go all out and showcase all their new products and everything. So I was really super excited to see it. And I was in for a real treat. It was so vegan friendly. There were so many vegan things there. I mean, you can go any, if you're into supplements, there's every kind of protein powder, green food, drink mix, power bar type supplement available. Um, I will have to say there was probably like 17 different vendors for coconut water and like, let's just talk about vegan milk. We had almond milk, cashew milk, quinoa milk, flax milk, macadamia nut milk, and my personal favorite was the banana milk by a company called Banana Wave and it was so good. I am guessing it probably doesn't have as many uses as some of the other milks because it does have a very strong banana flavor, but man, that stuff was delicious. Um, probably my favorite find of the entire weekend was that banana milk. Um, other things to note were some of the most delicious uh, vegan ice cream from DF Mavens out of New York and also from Nada Moo. Both of their flavors were really, really good. Very good. I think my favorite from DF Mavens was the uh, was the um, key lime, and then also from um, Nada Moo, my favorite was probably the maple pecan. Um, they were debuting their their cookies and cream, but I tended to like the uh, maple pecan a little better. Um, cheese, there was so much cheese. The new field roast chow cheese, the new um, follow your heart slices, and Violife from Greece was also there. Um, so I have quite a stockpile of sliced vegan cheese in my refrigerator right now that I can play with, experiment with. Um, all delicious, all taste good cold, which I find to be the, the most difficult, the most difficult of the flavor profiles to get is a good tasting cold sliceable cheese. So it tastes good on a cold sandwich, not just a grilled cheese. So yeah, let's see what else, what else, what else? Dea Brands um, debuted their new yogurts um, and their new macaroni and cheeses. The macaroni and cheeses, there was three different flavors. There was a garden medley, an Alfredo and a cheddar. All of them are gluten-free and all of them are shelf-stable packaging. And the sauce um, is kind of like, if you remember when you're little or in your pre-vegan days, um, the Kraft shells and cheese, like the deluxe one, the one that came with like that little pouch of creamy sauce, not powdered sauce mix. So this new Daya mac and cheese is like that. Shelf-stable, but with a, a pre-made sauce mix. It was really good, especially considering it was gluten-free as well. Um, and I tend to not be a huge fan of gluten-free pastas, but I really, really enjoyed it. It was really good. They have a few new flavors of pizza that are adding to their line of already good pizzas. And uh, the cheesecake, which is already in stores, the cheesecake is delicious. It has that, like, what I remember to be an almost savory undertone in the cheesecake that makes it, um, it's a little bit of a tang and a little bit of a savoriness that's like underneath the sweet richness of the cheesecake dessert. And they nailed it, they, they got it, they got it good. Um, the key lime was my favorite flavor of that. Um, I think I'm just really into key lime flavored things these days, but that was my favorite flavor of the cheesecakes. Uh, what else did they have? Gosh, they had a lot of stuff. Um, one of my other favorite finds of the weekend was the new uh, prepared, ready to eat, just heat and serve jackfruit from 
Upton's Naturals, uh, known already for their delicious seitans and the seitan bacon and just the ready to eat easy packaging, like just packaged heat and eat um, seitan foods that they have. Now they've got jackfruit, which is awesome because I love jackfruit. I make jackfruit all the time. Um, I buy the canned ones and it takes hours. You have to simmer it for hours for it to get that soft stringy texture. And while, you know, you could throw it in the, the crock pot or whatever overnight and let it do its thing. And my guess is there's some secret magic way to cook it also in a um, pressure cooker. You don't need to worry about any of that stuff if you buy the Upton's jackfruit. There's two flavors. There is like a chili lime carnitas. And then I think the other one was a, a barbecue. Both really good. Really good flavor, really great texture, and the best part is, is that all you have to do is heat it up to serve it, and you can make sandwiches, you can add it to tacos, you can do all kinds of things with it. So that was really exciting, and I'm glad that the world will be able to easily get jackfruit. Um, and listening to them talk about it, and how passionate they are about it, and how well they researched it, and how they stuck to their own, like, passions for natural and sustainable and um, as cruelty-free as one can be in business. They are definitely um, sticking to their guns when it comes to the production of this. So I was happy to hear that too and just happy to see that smile um, as she was cradling her jackfruit baby. Um, exciting to see that stuff. So those were my favorite highlights. In addition, um, I would have to say just the people, just being able to meet up with people I've only ever met online, being able to make connections with um, vegans, both locally and that are from out of town. So that was really exciting. Um, lots of social gatherings, lots of happy hours, lots of photos, lots of dinners, lots of lunches have been happening over the last you know week or so since uh, vegan street fair um, leading into expo and now post to expo um, it's just been an amazing last couple of weeks um, yeah expo was amazing it went to a great uh, party in um, the field roast party on friday night and that was awesome and then on friday i went to a food access panel that was hosted by Walter Robb. He's one of the, um, I think he's one of the CEOs of Whole Foods. Um, and he was the panel moderator. So this was not a Whole Foods panel. Um, there were four other members on the panel just really discussing food access and the responsibility of natural grocers to make sure that we are getting food into the hands of those people that live in food deserts, uh, food um, areas where healthy natural food is just not available. And it was interesting, the discussion, because it was very well-rounded and it was not targeted, you know, and, and it wasn't a bunch of, you know, privileged white folks sitting up on the panel talking about how we should, we should, we should. It was people that had their boots on the ground and people that were already working hard to get to get food into the hands of people. One of the most inspirational speakers to me personally, because it has a direct uh, correlation to where I live, was the uh, CEO slash co-founder of Northgate Gonzalez Markets. Northgate Markets is a supermarket chain that is, is pretty much only in Southern California. I think they might have a couple in, in uh, Arizona or maybe New Mexico, not, not quite sure. Um, it's, a, it's a, a Hispanic market, a Mexican market, and they go into not very nice neighborhoods. And to be honest with you, they're the only big box type supermarket anywhere near where I live. Um, and if there is something that Dan needs on the way home from work from Compton into North Long Beach, Northgate Market is the only market that is in Compton. I mean, the only big one between our house and his work. So I really have um, my hats off to 
the Gonzalez family for opening Northgate Market and putting it in neighborhoods where it's truly needed. Um, and he was the first one to say, hey, you know, my customer can't afford organics yet. So he's trying to get healthy foods into the hands of customers in low-income neighborhoods, but at the same time realizing that you can't force organics into a neighborhood that can't afford it quite yet. So he's working to get better deals and better prices, and when he can get good prices on organics, he brings them in. And um, he built a brand new market in Long Beach, and I went into it, and I remember the first thing I thought was, oh my gosh, this is like, the Whole Foods of Mexican markets. And it was such a beautiful market. And it had international aisles, it had bulk foods, it even had their own um, version of like a healthy eating plan where they have these little symbols. It's, I, I believe it was like a little green leaf. And if every time you saw that symbol throughout the store, you know you were buying something that was healthy and good for you. So I really appreciate the education aspect as well as the willingness to go into neighborhoods that other supermarkets won't. So hats off to you, Northgate Gonzalez Market. You will be getting a lot of my hard-earned money at your store simply for being where you are and for being the closest store really to my neighborhood and I appreciate that. You've been listening to Vegan Road Rants with Joni Marie Newman. To find out more about me and veganism, head on over to my website, justthefood.com. Click on the podcast tab to find show notes and links to all the stories we talked about in today's episode. You can follow me on Twitter at Joni Marie Newman. Like me on Facebook, facebook.com slash Joni Cooks Vegan. Extra special thanks to Mr. Michael Samino for providing the amazing theme song and sound bites for this podcast, as well as to Scott McClymans for providing the amazing artwork. Remember, it is never okay to murder or torture another living being just for a tasty supper.